So this is just your weekly reminder that we post every Tuesday at 5 p.m. on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and YouTube for the full visuals. Uh, go follow us on Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook at Nothing But Controversy on Twitter, NB Controversy. Uh, go to nothingbutcontroversy.com to see some of the articles written by our, our anchors. Uh, one by Shane, one by Cam, some great content there. And go to our Instagram page to click the link in our bio to get access to all of our social media platforms all in one. This is nothing but controversy. Four guys on a podcast and we're talking about sports. Four guys on a podcast and we're talking about sports. Nothing but controversy with Matt Dawson, Cam, and Shane. that was a great intro song and with that being said what's up guys and welcome to episode 24 wow. of the nothing but controversy podcast r.i.p kobe 24 yeah. yeah anyways before we start of course like every week we are now officially 107 days from the start of the nfl regular season god damn you know we are posting on wednesday this week uh, Shaner was in the boxing ring last night prepping for his fight against Jake Paul. So we apologize for all those who are waiting for the Tuesday release, but I promise I won't let you down. Yeah. At this point we're filming on Tuesday. It's kind of at night and we're in the middle of game game four between the Habs and, uh, and the Leafs. So if you see us celebrate or if you see us looking up, that's probably cause we're looking at that. But uh, anyways, before we jump into our segments, let's go over the schedule for this week. We're going to start off with this week in sports, obviously, then go into our question of the week, our bold prediction of the week, then think fast, then NBC trivia hosted by Mr. Shaner. Then we have everyone's favorite segment, top five. This week we're doing top five favorite foods. It's not even sports. It's top five favorite foods. Are you kidding me? And then, of course, we end the episode with lock of the week in terms of betting. Absolutely. So just a bunch of segments that we all know and love. So let's get this show on the road with This Week in Sports. Okay, tell me that was a good intro. That was great. Yeah, respect. All right. So listen, I was telling the guys in the group chat that I had a Bible written for This Week in Sports. So actually, I have two things. I'll save the long one for the end. But the first one, all I got to say is that this weekend was just an absolute doozy of a weekend for left-handed golfers. Shout out My to boy, Mr. Phil Mickelson, won the 103rd PGA Championship and became the oldest person to ever win a major at 50 years old. The greatest lefty golfer of all time. One of the best golfers of all time. What a great thing to see. And just one of the most iconic moments in golf just happened on Sunday when he was walking up the 18th green and had thousands of people walking behind him just like tiger did at the masters yeah i don't know if you guys have anything to say about that but man that was special how about that chip in birdie on two guy yeah, yeah. guy was in the bunker unbelievable shot yeah that's when you kind of just he was you having a, he was literally have, having an awful hole to that point you're like yeah, yeah this guy bogeyed one and you're like this guy might be falling apart yeah and 
out of nowhere. He just hits that bunker shot for birdie. And it was like, all right, we're back. And listen, I'm a huge Brooks Kepka guy. So I'm not going to lie. I was cheering for the both of them. And I was like, you know what? One makes a bad shot. I don't really care who wins as long as one of them wins. Yeah. But you, you just can't not be happy for Phil Mickelson. Did you see that? Did you see that Brooks Kepka thing where yeah. Bryson DeChambeau walked hey, by? Yeah. But if you, if you watch golf, you'll know. And if you like on golf Twitter and stuff, you'll know that if you're not a Bryson DeChambeau fan, you hate Bryson DeChambeau. Literally yeah. everyone hates Bryson DeChambeau, including the players. Why? So like that whole Brooks Kepka thing is literally like what everyone else would have done. I mean, Brooks Kepka is a little bit more outgoing and says shit that people don't want to hear because just that's just personality. But literally, like I was literally just telling Cam and Shane about this. Like people hate Bryson DeChambeau for his style of play. They think it's they think it's unfair the way he just swings at a ball. But you know what? Listen, sometimes it works for him. Sometimes it's just it just shows that. You yeah, have be, you have to be able to place a ball to win, you know? Like Absolutely. At the PGA Championship this week was at a course that a lot of golfers said was the hardest golf course they've ever played at. And for mm-hmm. Phil Nicholson to shoot minus eight is quite an accomplishment, or minus yeah. seven ended at. But that's why Bryson, guys like Bryson DeChambeau just didn't didn't do well. Like Bryson DeChambeau literally just swings for the fences and hopes uh, – Yeah. And hope, like, that's that's the style of play. He's like, I don't care if I get in the rough as long as I get it 360 yards down the freaking course, which, you know what? If I could hit the ball 360 yards, I probably would do it. Let's yeah. be honest. Like, yeah. Speaking of fun times on the golf course, the NBC boys, for uh, our boy Matthew Campbell, Matty Ice's oh. birthday, uh, we hit the links on Saturday. First of all, I would like to say happy birthday, Matt, once again. Uh, and all the fans, go and wish Matt a happy birthday on Instagram. Um, but wow. Did things get crazy on the links on Saturday? Uh, we're not going to drop any names or whatnot, but let's just say uh, we had a certain someone. Not charge, one of us, by the Not way. one of us. Not one of us. Let, let me be clear. Um, charge at Matt, <laughs> while, well, Matt was, was pe- while Matt was peeing in a golf cart, maxing out the golf cart, like absolutely maxing out the golf cart, uh, realizing he'd probably cut it a bit too close. And instead of killing Matthew, uh, decides to take a sharp right turn. In the process, falls out of the golf course. Uh, falls out of the golf cart. Probably skids about five yards. Full on flies out. out. Like imagine a uh, imagine a freaking old man just flying out of the golf court. Like golf cart. Like you got me. Keep in mind, he's not like a small guy either. Yeah. No. Oh. In the pro- and in the process, got his golf cart stuck on the wiring. To the point where we had to go to the marshal and ask him if he had scissors. Shane had to go get a lighter. We had to burn the rope and rip it out. <laughs> there's, there's a video of this this oh. cutting the rope ceremony. 200 yeah. views on this episode, and we'll drop the video. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Anyways, what a day. Happy birthday, Matt. Um, Thank you. you definitely know will not be the last time of the summer. We played a scramble, and we managed to shoot minus two, which was quite an accomplishment. Considering... Um, the amount the of drinks were flowing? Yeah. Absolutely. I, I finished about 60% of that Jameson bottle, so I did not shoot anything but Jameson on that golf course. Yeah, the, the back nine was pretty much all Matt. Let's be real. All Matt on his birthday. Imagine how many drinks I was having, too. With, so, with uh, a few very clutch putts from Shane, I might add. It's true. Shane very came out clutch. Of nowhere. Couple birdie putts? Yeah. Yeah. Cam, was, uh, Cam was doing some landscaping. Nose <laughs> in the dirt, boys. Yeah. Now yeah. back to uh, the, the professionals here, Matt. I know you had a few more that you wanted to talk about. No, no, let them go, and I'll uh, I'll go last. Oh, you're you're circling back. Yeah, yeah, I'll come back later on. I don't have I don't have much to add. Um, 
I just want to get, I know, Matt, you are the biggest LeBron James fan in the world. I know Shane is the biggest LeBron James fan. Um, he got poked in the eye. Okay. And he, he was on the ground for quite some Dude, time. Coming. He was on the ground. Uh, and again, I am not a LeBron hater at all. Um, and then in game one, I think it was, CP, him and CP3 got tangled up and he went to the ground and, you know, all that. I saw this stat. It was like, Kevin Pillar got hit in the face with a 98-mile-an-hour fastball. He was on the ground for 38 seconds. Yeah, um, Joe Burrow tore his ACL, MCL, everything on the fucking planet. He was on the ground for like 38 seconds. And LeBron James got poked in the eye and was on the ground for 90 seconds. I have it right here. Yeah. I was on the ground for 36 seconds. Got hit 94 miles an hour right to the face. Did you see his face? Do you, his face was oh, His face is oh, buck. Burrow was on the ground for 78 seconds after – like his knee just got bent enough, and LeBron was on the ground for 80 seconds, and it just says after getting poked in the eye. Yeah, not it a kills good me. Look. Not a good look. Not a good look. But it, it's not like this is new. LeBron's always been. I don't want to say a flopper, but it's nothing. It's nothing crazy. Uh, I still have love for the man. Still the greatest of all time. But I just found that really funny. But shout out to Kevin Pillar. Holy shit. Yeah. That was disgusting. Oh my god! I feel like your face is just like numb at that point. Bro, It'll never. Be... He walked in. Yeah. He walked into the clubhouse the next day and he said, "Am I starting?" Like That's obviously, like, a, like not knowing he wasn't, but yeah, yeah. yeah. He looks like a villain in like a in yeah. like a superhero movie, you know? Yeah. Yeah. All right, that's all I got this week. I don't have much, but um, obviously, a superstar is on the move, and his name is not Aaron Rodgers, Julio Jones. Yeah. Old Shannon Sharp on Undisputed that he is out of Atlanta. Um, now, do you guys think he knew he was on the call? No or, like, I don't he think didn't. He did. I don't think he did. That's crazy. I don't think Shannon Sharp calls him. Like, I don't think Shannon Sharp sets up a guy like that. I, I think. I don't, I don't think he did, but I don't think he has a problem with what he said. I think there's more. Like, I, I don't think he was just like, oh, Shannon Sharp's calling me. Yeah. Well, he's on under like they're pretty close. Like they they have a relationship. That's it. I think to me, this this like wasn't even that big of a shock. Like honestly, no, we kind of all knew what was going I don't on. think he's mad. Even if he didn't know, I don't think he's mad that he said it. Yeah. Mad. I think he kind of just confirmed what we were all thinking at this. I point. know everyone wants to say Pats and then Dawson. You're you're pretty excited that the Colts rumors are stirring up. But what do you guys think about the Titans? I think he's gonna go to the Titans. They lost yeah. Corey Davis. Yeah. Henry, Brown, I think Dawson was cracking Henry. You know that yeah, that okay. would be that would put them over the top for me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know. I, the is there a, is there a betting favorite right now? The, uh, t- the Titans. Patriots. Are. Uh, I think it's the who? Titans. No, right now it's the Patriots minus one fifty. Just saw it. Yeah. The Damn. Patriots are minus one fifty. That's yeah. like pretty. If, 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 if he gets traded, if he gets oh, traded. Oh, oh, oh okay. Yeah. Okay. That would make more sense. Mm-hmm. I was like, I, I do want to see Julio go to a contender, which is why I'm thinking he, like, it's one of those two teams probably. Well, he will. Titans. Like, he said it himself. Yeah. He said he wants to win. Like, uh, but I, re- I really wanted to see Kyle Pitts, Julio Jones, and Calvin Ridley. Like, that would have been wild. That would have been scary. Yeah. But, no, I'm happy for Julio. Do what you got to do. I saw a if video you- of, like, a fantasy football guy that said – he didn't name the tight ends, but he said if Julio Jones gets traded, there's only three tight ends in fantasy he'd take over Kyle Pitts. Wow. It's probably Kelsey, Kittle. Probably Kelsey, Waller, Waller, and Kittle. I yeah. Know. It's true. I, I, I saw, a, like, 
these rankings do these preseason rankings and people he's never played an NFL game and people have Kyle Pitts as a top five tight end. I think that's why. I see why it's probably like at this point. Definitely. definitely. Yeah. Mike Kosicki might be in the conversation this year. Um, uh, Couldn't tell you. Robert Tanyan, but he had a crazy year. Yeah. Old Evan Ingram, baby. Ertz is still around, but uh, who knows what's happening with him. I mean, John Smith might get some. I mean, I don't know. Hunter Henry. Hunter Henry, yeah. Yeah. Anyways. All right, Shana, what do you got for us? Um, I got a little bit of a, a shocker. A sport I don't think we have ever talked about. Curling. WNBA. Yeah, Ionescu was the youngest player in WNBA history to get a triple-double. So I'm just going to shout you out for that. Good job. That's Shaner's wife. Good job. I mean, if she wants to be, I'm not going to stop her. Fair enough. I, I, I made a, uh, like a, a vouch to myself when I was a kid that I have to be able to beat my future wife in a one-on-one just for, like, pride's sake, so I can never do that. But, Shane, yeah. that's all you. I'll, uh, I'll put in a word for you. All right, sounds good. But, yeah, I just wanted to, uh, you know, widen our, our – here And, uh, you know, good for her. Yeah, I agree with you, Dawson. The, the day that my wife or my kid uh, beats me in a game of one-on-one is the day I hang them up. Listen, yeah. if she's in the WNBA, I'm perfectly okay with her breaking my ankles in half because then I could justify it happening. Fair enough, fair enough. Yeah. Okay. All right, Matt, let's hear this big story. Okay. I'm very, very passionate about this person. And you guys all know who it is. We already talked about it. At this point, we should just rename we should just rename this show to nothing but LeBron Traversy. Okay? LeBron Traversy. Yeah. All right. So here we go. Two separate times this week have I seen someone say that LeBron James is not the best player in the NBA. Okay? Don't know who said it, but someone said that Russell Westbrook is the best player in the NBA. Russell Russell Westbrook, you are a great player. You are not the best player in the NBA. Kenny Smith on TNT said that Steph Curry is the best player in the NBA. Steph Curry, you are a very good basketball player. You are not better than LeBron James. Steph is getting praised for carrying this sloppy team to losing in the play-in tournament, okay? When people change the narrative because it's Steph Curry over LeBron James, it just irks me, okay? So people are praising him for for taking that sorry-ass team to the play-in and losing, and people are punishing LeBron James for taking sorry teams to the finals and losing, okay? This is why the narrative kills me, okay? I wrote some stats down, okay? Right? So to put things into perspective, okay, this is what the Warriors looked like this year. This is what their starting lineup looked like, okay? Steph Curry, Andrew Wiggins, Kelly Oubre, turned Jordan Poole, and then Draymond Green, who is a Defensive Player of the Year winner and a candidate for the award this year, and then Kevon Looney. In 2007, when the Cavs went to the championship, this is what the starting lineup looked like. Mo Williams. He wasn't in it. Oh, shit. Zadrunas? Daniel Gibson. Drew Gooden. Zydrunas Ilgoskis, LeBron James, and Sasha Pavlovich. That was the starting lineup for game one against the Spurs. That was the lineup to play against a Spurs team that was that consisted of prime Tim Duncan, Tony Parker, and Manu Ginobili. Manu Ginobili, maybe the greatest six-man of all time. Tim Duncan, the greatest power forward of all time. And Tony Parker, a top 30, top 20 
point guard of all time. In his prime, I think I Absolutely. could argue that. Okay? Yeah. In 2018, he carried this team to the finals. George Hill, J.R. Smith, LeBron James, Kevin Love, and Tristan Thompson to the finals. Okay? To play against a Warriors team that consisted of Steph Curry, Klay Thompson, Kevin Durant, Draymond Green, and JaVale McGee. Scores 51 points in game one and still gets absolutely flamed for losing to that team in the finals. It's so unfair when people are saying, oh my God, Steph Curry is so much better than LeBron James for carrying that team to a play-in tournament. They didn't even make it in. Okay? Like, I understand, okay? If you want to punish stars for succeeding with shitty, uh, for not succeeding with shitty teams, then okay, that's your opinion. It's a dumbass opinion because good players are good players. If they have shitty teams around them, if they bring them to the finals, like that's a great accomplishment. I don't care if you're going to lose to a freaking all-star team made up of first, first like team all pros, you know, but just don't go changing the narrative because you dislike LeBron and like Steph Curry, because I'm sorry, but as good as guys like Kevin Durant, Steph Curry and Russell Westbrook are, they will never come close to the career greatness level that LeBron James has had. And all of these people that dislike LeBron James because they like Michael Jordan, the only reason why they do this is because LeBron James is the first person to challenge Michael Jordan's like hierarchy of greatness. He's the first person that people actually go and say, okay, this is the guy who might be better than Michael Jordan when it's all said and done. And that's why they hate him. They've hated him since he was in high school. There's never been a player who's been more hated and who's had more pressure in a career than LeBron James. And it's just ridiculous when people start saying, like, like Steph Curry, like greatest shooter of all time. Absolutely. Does he play defense? Can he defend all five positions like LeBron can? Is he six foot eight, 250 pounds with a freaking like 35, 40 inch vertical? No. He's not. Okay? So Steph Curry, Russell Westbrook, great players. Love you guys. LeBron James is absolutely the better player. So enough with this fucking bullshit. I can't believe literally sports analysts will freaking say this shit. It's enough. Okay? Sorry. Took a long, but that's what I have to say. I agree. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I don't have anything else to say about that one. Yeah, I'm pretty speechless. I hope you feel good after saying it. Yeah, I hope, I hope you save a lot of pressure. I've been, really I've been balling that in for so long, man. I'm just sitting at work fucking thinking about what I'm going to say. I'm like, fuck me. Yeah, it's getting yeah. so, like, this I hope game. you can breathe clear now. Boss, let me run something by you. How does this sound? <laughs> God. All right. Um, Before we move on, I just want to, uh, you know, I hope, uh, John Tavares, you get better soon. Because that absolutely. was absolutely one of the scariest things I've ever watched. We should talk about that. Fuck you, Nick Felino. You that pussy. So scary. When he folded backwards like that, I was scared. Absolutely. One of the scariest injuries I've seen on the ice. Okay. Yeah. There is not a chance in the world that Corey Perry did that on purpose. No. Sure, Corey Perry has that stigma where he's been a little bit of a dirty guy. He gets his shots in, but like Oh yeah, we saw a last line. Night. We saw it was either it was either a knee or it was a skate. Literally. Like, and he, it's not like he didn't try to get out of the way. He tried to get out of the way. And anyone who says that Nick Foligno, moving, there's not a chance he was moving out of the way. No. And the whole thing is not, did he do it on purpose or not? Because everyone knows 
that he didn't do it on purpose. No. It's the fact that Nick Foligno came and fought him. Pussy. Like, and then after the game, the interview, like the interviewer's like, why did you fight him? He's like, I know it wasn't on, on purpose what he did, but, uh, you know, we, something had to be done. It was our captain. That's, that's why people want to get rid of fighting in the NHL is because it's so useless at this point. It is. Like, literally. fight for anything that happens. It's so stupid. Like, totally it makes no it. sense. Corey Perry literally let Nick Foligno just yeah. like, let him rip with the same thing when Wayne Simmons jumped Alex Edler like three weeks ago. Like Alex Edler did something, and then Simmons, a guy who's played 900 career games, never fought once in his life, got jumped by a fighter because he hit someone. Like that's literally why people want to get rid of fighting because you're just jumping on people now because they did something. Yeah, I totally understand if it's a dirty hit, if it's something you don't like, if you need some momentum, like you're down, you're down like three goals in a row and you want to like change, you want to get your team hyped, like that's fine. Those are like legit reasons. If Corey Perry stopped on the ice, kicked him in the face, go fight him. But it's not his fault that he got hurt. Like it's not. So it's just the fact that he literally said it, that he didn't do it on purpose, but something had to be done. Go score a fucking goal. How like, stupid doing that? And like, literally, I, Corey Perry was just there taking punches because he was like, let's just get this over with. Yeah. It's so like, like, I, I don't want to sound like an old head, but, like, I don't get the point of fighting. Like, you can say momentum and all that shit, but, like, go hit someone. Go do some shit, whatever. Worst case scenario, you take a fucking two-minute charging penalty or two-minute interference penalty. No, like, like, in the NFL, when you need momentum, you don't go and rip a guy's helmet off and punch him in the nose. But it's different, though. It's different in hockey. Why? I understand why people fight. But when people fight for those reasons, that's when I kind of – Imagine that's if we're an NBC I'm... hockey team and Shaner drops the gloves with a guy and that's just starts hitting him on the noggin. Don't We'd you... all be on the freaking yeah. bench getting hyped. Like, yeah. <laughs> watch, I, if you're a fan watching a fight and your team just absolutely destroys that other guy, you get hyped, no? Absolutely. So imagine being a player on that. No, bench I get it. You're going and he just destroyed some guy. Let's also 100%. not single out Nick Foligno though, because no, I know. Yeah. I think there's no, a bunch of guys in the NHL that would do the exact same thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Austin, you can't believe that this is like no. It was a I know. I, like, I, I, I would, I would honestly done. put money on it that Anderson probably would have done the yeah. same. Or thing. even Corey if Perry, it was Weber that got hit. Yeah. Corey Perry might have done that. Yeah. There's no, there's no room for that type of shit in this game for me. I agree though. I agree. But anyways, let's move on to the question of the week. So, uh, you know, we haven't talked about college football in a while, I guess, ever since the draft. So here we go. The question of the week. We all know that the college football playoff um, at the end of the season, the top four teams get ranked. Uh, number one plays number four. Number two plays number three. There's always been this discussion. Uh, should the college football playoff be expanded to eight teams? So that's the question of the week. Um, I'll first go my answer. I mean, do you guys want me to say why, like, what are the two sides? Okay, so like the first side would be, there's no point, which is my I agree with this, okay? I say no because to me, there's no point of changing this tack, like changing these, like this playoff when it's literally like all the recruits are st- like literally is going to still go to the same programs. The same three programs are going to be top of the tier every time. Maybe you can say that Oklahoma is up there, but I don't think so. I would say it's Ohio State, Clemson, and Alabama, the top three. Everyone wants to go there. Like, 
to me, changing it to eight teams is not really going to do anything. It's, it's still going to end up being one of those three teams, uh, two of those three teams in the final, in my opinion. And then the other way around would be, okay, well, there's more chance at other teams getting into the playoffs. So it's going to, it's going to entice more recruits to go to other places, you know, to be like, okay, well, we actually have a chance to make the playoff. Like if you want to come here, like that's literally what it is. And it's giving more teams a chance to make the playoff because it's usually three teams and then an extra one. Like that's literally how it is. Yeah. I mean, I think it's tough to, it's tough to say that like a six couldn't beat a three because I think a six could beat a three any day of the week. I think a seven could beat a two even at a certain point. Like you're always going to, what? To me, like literally the last five years, it's not been like that. So it's been like the top two teams just beat everyone up. Last year, Alabama, not one game came close, except for the Florida game. Yeah, I was going to say. The LSU championship team, the only game that came close was the Alabama game during the regular season. It's the same right, deal, but, right? But, like, it, it's, it's the same four teams, but, like, it's not the same four teams. Like, you have Georgia in there. You have LSU in there. I'm saying like, it's the same three teams. And then there's an extra team every year. It's, it's Alabama, Clemson, Ohio State every year. Right. Bama missed it like two years ago. Okay, but literally Bama's been in it like seven out of the eight years. Anyways, I, for me for me personally, I don't see why you wouldn't. Like, I agree. It's, it, it, it's, it's extra games. It's more entertainment. It's better entertainment. It's better football. Mm-hmm. And you are going to get an upset. Like, there's a very big possibility a Florida can beat an Ohio State or something along those lines. You know what I mean? Like, there's a huge possibility of that. That's not to say that it's not still going to be Alabama every single year. But I think, like, just for the competition of the games, and, like, not, not to say that, like, these bowl games not in the um, college football championship aren't important, but, like, to see two or, like, to see all these extra important bowl games that actually mean something, uh, I, I don't see why not. Yeah, I, I agree. Like, look at college basketball. We give 64 teams a chance to win the national championship every single year. There's a reason for that. I mean, I, I think um, you, you it will change the recruiting landscape 100%. It will. I, I believe that. And you can't say you know that it won't because we, they've never tried it. Before this, before the college football playoff, it was two teams in the national. Like, there was no chance for three or four to make it. Mm-hmm. How do you know this doesn't change the recruiting landscape? And then beyond that, I, I like like you said, Dawson, you're you're gonna get more um, parity every year. You'll get some upsets. Um, like I, personally, I don't care. I like seeing programs evolve and sending guys to the next level. Um, like more than I care. like. Obviously, it's fun to see your team win a national championship. I don't know as a Bama fan. Like I, I don't know if you're bored of it, but. Um, yeah. Like it, I don't know. I just, personally, I, I would like to see more teams have a shot to win a national championship. You no, know, I agree that that the, it'll change the recruiting landscape. But to me, the best players are always still going to go to those top three teams. But why do they go there now? Best coaches. Okay. Best programs. They yeah. pump up the most. But best programs based on what? If if, if more most, teams have Matt, if four more teams have a chance to win the national championship every year, eventually someone different is going to win it. You take Alex, it you won it two years ago. I'm saying that Alabama pumps out the most NFL players. But, but yes, look at because they're, the, they're getting the talent. But if you look at a team, let's say like Fitzgerald's at Northwestern, right? Right, Cam. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Fitzgerald's one of the best coaches in college football, but he's in Nor- Northwestern where he's not going to get a chance to go to the top four. 
So people are not going to go there. Imagine if he came in and said, okay, maybe we have a chance to be seven or eight. People are going to be like, okay, I'm going to go there. I'm going to start instead of sitting on the bench for three years. And then they're going to go there. And then eventually someone's going to pass Alabama. I agree hundred percent. Maybe, but even if they don't pass Alabama, it's just better for these smaller schools like Northwestern, like schools who have great coaches, not Campbell from Iowa state. Um, or I think he left Iowa State now. Did he? No, no. He's still there? He's still there? Okay, so, but anyways, like, there's smaller schools that right now are struggling because even the Baylor coach, I forget his name right now, but, oh, he let Mount Rule left, but they have the, they have the LSU defensive coordinator from the Natty. Like, there's good coaches in college football that aren't getting the recruiting that they need because they're, like, on the fringe of making the playoff every year or just completely ruled out because of their schedule. I don't agree with it. Like, look at Cincinnati last year. They were undefeated. And they competed with Georgia for three and a half quarters. Like, to me, it's it's unfair to leave them out of even having a chance. Even if they lost that first game, that it probably would have been to Georgia too. But I don't know. I just think, like, teams like that deserve a shot year in, year out. Fair enough. I don't know. Like, I want to see it happen. But, like, right like, I think they're going to have to not do it right away. Like, it's going to have to be, like, in two years we're doing it. So that mm-hmm. way the recruiting can get better. Because yeah. I think, like, a one – like, one's just going to roll through eight. I think two would just roll through seven. Like, I think, like, it's not as close as, like, obviously NFL is. I feel like the top four teams are so much – maybe, like, four, five, three, six is kind of, like, closer. But, like, one, two, it's going to be, like, a game. It's going to be, like, 60 nothing or, like, you know – like it's going to be a blowout, so no one's really going to want to watch it. So they're going to have to be like, okay, we're going to do it in two two years from now or three years yeah. from now. I just start personally, getting that recruited. I wish we did see it more like the NFL or any other like league where it was just way more competitive, where an upset could happen on any given day. I wish there was better in-state recruiting. Like the high school landscape is crazy right now. How many players on Alabama's roster are from Alabama? Not a lot. I would wage, I would wage less than five. Like, yeah. The walk-on guys, like, and they don't ever strap up or they're, like, yeah. long snappers or something. So, yeah. to me, I'd rather see better in-state recruiting, keep those guys close to home. Um, but, anyways, that's just my opinion. Imagine they, like, capped the amount of five stars you could recruit or something. Like, that'd be fucking crazy. That'd be crazy, yeah. But the thing but with football is – five that... stars anyways. Like, that's not even a – it's not even an issue. Like, like, there's not a lot of five stars that go to one college. Usually they get spread out. Alabama perennially has by far the most five stars. I was gonna say like two years ago, like by far, by far, by far. Just look at it over the last few years, like, anyways. But it it doesn't matter right now because they're not even probably talking about it. But I feel like they're they're gonna start talking about it eventually. Uh, like, especially now would probably be the best time for like they obviously. Still made a lot of money, but during like COVID, they obviously lost a lot. No fans and stuff. So those extra four teams, extra games, they're gonna give more money. So I, now it would be the best time to start bringing the, in that idea. Yeah. What, one of you guys texted the group. I think I forget what sport league. I forget what the proposition was. But one sports league proposed something to make money back from NBA, COVID. NBA is gonna expand to thirty-two teams from thirty. Right. Right. That's it. They also want to include a mid-season tournament. That's so stupid. Instead of a play-in, I'm pretty sure. Players already hate the extra games. Why would you do that to them? So stupid. I don't even so know what, what's, 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 I don't what's know what it's going to even consist of. Like, 
I, I guess they would just have a tournament with all the, all the teams, and whoever wins the tournament gets an automatic playoff berth. Is that how it works? I don't even know. No clue. No clue. Anyways, that was a great question. I like that question. Sure. But all right. Let's move on to a segment we do every week, the bold prediction of the week. So this week I have two. I had a different one, which kind of got fucked. I mean, I wrote down, I mean, we, I sent the plan out a couple days ago, and this is when Edmonton was still down 2 nothing. I was <laughs> like, Edmonton's going to win the series. Nope. And they got swept. <laughs> so that wasn't my bold prediction at this point. Okay. So I have two bold predictions. My first one is that an NBA team, will come back from 3 nothing down to win a series. In the playoffs or in the first round? First round. Okay. Okay. So who's, who's in contention now? Uh, a lot of, there's not a lot of series. There's not are a lot of split high. series, eh? The Heat no. are down 2 nothing. Yeah, Heat are only, down 2 nothing. I think the only one is the Trailblazers and Nuggets. Okay. 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 I can't be that. All right. Bold. Yeah. My second one, we're all watching the Habs right now. Toronto is up one nothing. Uh, in the second period, I just want to say, ladies and gentlemen, I'm the type of guy that's going to give you a chance when no one else does. Okay? My bold prediction is that the Habs are going to win the series. All right? If you haven't heard Matt's full playoff prediction, uh, he actually had the Habs moving on in this series too. Uh, go watch episode 23 with Sam Bird of Pressbox Chatter. Um, jumping into my bold prediction. Ladies and gentlemen, Julio Jones will be an Indianapolis Colt in the 2021 NFL season. Start calling this the hopeful prediction of the week. Absolutely. (laughs) Julio Jones will be an Indianapolis Colt. They were part of the trade talks before the, uh, before the draft. We'll see. We'll see. Does Frank Reich give a, or does Frank Reich, does Chris Ballard give up a first round pick? I don't think so, but I think he will make it happen. I'm happy to see you this excited about this Dawson. Like, very happy. Uh, you know, I hope he ends up in Indianapolis just so he fucks off from the NFC. If they get him, I'm hammering Carson Wentz for MVP. <laughs> yeah, me too. I already did, but I'll double down. <laughs> T.Y., Zach Pascal, Julio Jones, and Michael Pittman Jr. All right. The Pittsburgh Penguins lost again. That's two in a row they lost. They're down 3-2 in the series. Can't doubt. Said the kid. The Penguins are coming back to win this series, and they're going to move on and play Boston. All right. I said this from the beginning. I'm going to say this now. At the time of this statement, the score is currently 73-51 for the Boston Nets. uh, For the Brooklyn Nets. Whoa. Boston Nets. That was crazy. For the Brooklyn Nets, the Boston Celtics will win this series. Wow. That is bold. I saw someone bet, um, I think like four hundred k or something on, on the on the Nets to. Oh, win. oh okay. Yeah, like returned. Say. It was like four hundred twenty thousand to return twenty eight. Yeah. Made no sense. Like I don't know. Wait to win this series or to win yeah. the NBA? Yeah, just to win. The, just oh. to win the Celtics. Oh, okay. And only returned twenty eight k. Yeah, fuck. That's risky. Boston Celtics will beat 
Agreed. Someone put down a $1,000 bet that Josh Rosen would be the starting quarterback for the San Francisco 49ers on week one. That would pay out 33 k Wow. Don't know why, but... That's yeah, I don't know why either. Garoppolo and Trey Lance need to get hurt. He's yeah. going to hire a hitman for Jimmy Garoppolo yeah. and Trey Lance, pay him like twenty k walk away thirteen k profit. Yeah. I think you'd need more money than that. Yeah, I was going to say, I wonder how much it costs to kill someone. It's going to be that guy who put like... Put like a hundred k on 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 there being a streaker at the that is <laughs> fucking Super Bowl, genius and then jumped on the 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 field himself. But imagine he like mistimed his jump or something. Or, oh man! For what those who don't know the story, basically this guy put a lot of money on there being a streaker at the <clears> Super Bowl <throat> and jumped on the field and sh- and was the streaker. was the streaker and won a bunch of money. Got uh, spent a thousand dollars getting out of jail. And ended up making like three hundred and fifty thousand. Like, <laughs> wow! Whenever you that want to make a quick buck, <laughs> like that's crazy. That's like, genius. Take matters into your own hand. Imagine being able to tell that story. That's yeah, crazy. that's genius. Right. Never, ever will we see ever. that prop in a Super Bowl ever again. Yeah, nope. probably banned from ever going back to an NFL stadium. But worth I think it. it's worth it. Worth it. And he's got enough money to rent a helicopter and watch the game from up top. <laughs> 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 but hey, listen. Let's move on to our next segment, segment we know and love, Think Fast. So for those who don't know what Think Fast is, basically I'm just going to ask a question. These guys have to think fast, write down an answer, and hold it up. This week I have three sports questions and one just kind of fun question. We love the fun questions. Sure. First question, okay? Think about your Stanley Cup final prediction from last week. After one week of the NHL playoffs, has your Stanley Cup final prediction changed, seeing all the games and all the teams play? So it's more of like a yes or no question, then you'll explain. Shaner says no. I say absolutely not. Dawson says no. And Cam... Is not thinking too fast. Says yes oh, with a little little sad hmm. face. All right. So I say absolutely not. I had Colorado beating Tampa Bay in the Stanley Cup final. Colorado looked like an absolute machine. Looked like a team that could sweep its way to the finals. And I don't know about they that. They beat up. I would I mean, like to they looked like a team. Uh, they did not. Uh, uh, that series did not get close. Who are they sweeping next round? Think they're playing? You think they're gonna go in ahead Vegas? Or, or Minnesota? You think they're sweeping either of them? I'm saying the way they played in the first round, they that series was not even close from the jump. Well, yeah, St. Louis is yeah, anyways. Colorado to beat Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay is still in a rough series against Florida, but uh, I think they'll win. They'll win game six. They're up 3 2 right now. I think they'll win, put it away, and uh, get on. And honestly, they're gonna play Carolina or Nashville at this point. I see them getting past them. Uh, so, yeah, I, I have not changed, and I'm pretty confident, actually, to be honest. I had uh, Colorado beating Toronto. Obviously, like Matt said, Colorado's looking very good. And luckily for the Maple Leafs, the Montreal Canadiens cannot score a fucking goal to save their life. Playoff price is in full effect, and they just can't put one in. So, as much as I hate to say it, I think the Leafs will get past the Habs, and I think they'll make it to the Stanley Cup Finals, where I have them losing to the Colorado Avalanche still. 
They're if they still had John Tavares, I might have questioned it, but they're gonna have to get past Winnipeg, bro. Yeah. Huh? That's Shaner's big pick, eh? Yeah. <laughs> uh, mine well i had washington go into the cup and they lost in five um i really thought samsonov would come in after game one and be like all right i'm here but he didn't do much Boston's still that team though like T- taylor hall has been a great addition for them you know i know everyone was saying wherever he signs he's leaving in the offseason I could see Taylor Hall staying in Boston. Absolutely. I think you said that last week. James Shane. prediction. Yeah. That is a team I do not want to play against in in the playoffs. Yeah. No. So I underestimated them. Um, also, any team that loads up for a guy like Manta, like I like Manta, but that was uh, a horrible trade. Trading Verona and every everything else they gave oh, up no, no, doesn't no. usually work out. Should have thought. Should have thought of that before time. But um, I know everyone's on the hype train with Colorado. They did play St. Louis. Um, Vegas looks good. Tough loss last night, though. Um, they're, they got to win game six, though. Um, if Vegas doesn't win game six, it's going to be tough going in, going against a fresh Colorado team, even if they do sneak out of the series. Jason Spezza just scored. Sorry, Scully was going off. Um, fuck. I might keep that in. That was kind of funny. <laughs> <laughs> Where were we? I don't. Uh, it's I, your I, turn. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> uh, I had I had Tampa beating Colorado. Uh, I'm confident in it because of how good Colorado looked, but I'm also kind of scared because like it was too easy for Colorado, and the fact that they're gonna have to probably play Vegas at this point. Like, yeah, they're going to be rested, but how easy it was for them to cruise past St. Louis kind of scares me because they might not be, like, fully ready, you know. But uh, I think that's going to be a good series, hopefully. And uh, Tampa, I I don't know. They're just too strong. I don't care what's going on in Florida. Say what you want, but Florida is playing a very good series. Sure. And Spencer Knight looked amazing. Yeah, Spencer Knight was sick last night. Yeah. He let in the first shot, and then – Saved, I think it was 35 straight shots. Yeah, he's legit. He's legit. I don't know. Tampa, I don't see anybody in in that division beating them. And, like, even Carolina doesn't really – I was going to say, can we talk about Carolina for, like, 10 seconds? Because Carolina, the last two to three – like, since they've had Svechnikov and then everyone they've drafted since then, Carolina's looked good, but they've never been able to get it done in the playoffs. I think they went to the Eastern Conference Finals one year, a couple yeah. years ago. But, Or was it last year? Oh, yeah, they played Boston last year. No, it was two years ago. Okay, right. So, they anyways, they just can't, they can't get it together at all. We'll say it. Nadelkovic has looked good, though. Yeah. He's looked pretty solid. But UC Saros is, uh, is putting Nashville on his back again. MVP. That's never never pick this guy uh, in NHL on, in your expansion draft, though, because he'll fleece you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next question. Uh, switch it over to the NFL. Ooh. Okay. Who is your dark horse pick to win the NFL MVP? Uh, 
I was about to write, you can't say Carson Wentz, but you know what? I'll allow it. So Dawson says Carson Wentz. So does all the other two guys. And I say, listen, this might not be too big of a dark horse, but I feel like this definitely could be a dark horse. I have Kyler Murray as a dark horse, okay? I've, I've heard Julio Jones might be linked to Arizona as well. DeAndre Hopkins giving him big, uh, big recruitment over there. So, hey, listen, might happen. Probably won't. But uh, Kyler Murray, I love you as a player. I think you're an electric talent. And you have a top three receiver on your team. You might have a second one. So, uh, listen, you, you've got all the tools. Let's see it happen, bud. Make the playoffs. It's about time. Look, OTAs are swinging around. And obviously, I follow every Colts Twitter account under the sun. Carson Wentz looks good. Carson Wentz is already building a connection with all his receivers. All his Carson Wentz looks like you could start in an NBA game. That's what, that's what I was getting to, Shane. So I always thought Carson Wentz was like some hillbilly redneck shooting guns, like whatever. And then I saw a video of Carson Wentz playing knockout against Mo Ali Cox on the field. Carson Wentz has a fucking wet jumper. He is sick. Bro, he um, went toe-to-toe with Mo Ali cox and Mo Ali cox started three years in college. You, yeah, he played for UCF, I think, no? Oh, no, it's like some small Florida school. Okay, but yeah, like Mo Ali cox was a basketball player. Um, but no, so just the rapport that the team has. Carson's on a revenge tour, it's no secret. Reunited with Frank Reich, I think it's just all the recipes for a Dark Horse MVP. Yeah, I agree. I, I don't have much to add. Um, I think he's going to the ideal situation for himself. My, I love the Kyler Murray pick, though. Um, he was my MVP favorite through, like, six weeks last year and then showed flashes later throughout the year. I think he'll do that again this year and be even better. Um, but I do like Carson. Like it, Carson Wentz isn't really a dark horse at this point. I feel like he has his haters, but the people that like him are, are really feel very strongly about him, so – some people think he's like the worst quarterback in the NFL. No, that well, that's what he, he has his haters, but he also played in Philadelphia. Yeah, and Philadelphia has some of the toughest fans. Oh yeah, in the league. So yeah, it is what it is. But combo Joe just made it three nothing. You can listen to past podcasts. I've said it many times. Carson Wentz will be in the MVP conversation. Carson Wentz is my. I, I I'm gonna I'm I'm putting money on Carson Wentz to win MVP. I'm not even gonna lie to you guys. I will too. I was very close to writing Russell Wilson on this paper. I don't really know if he's a. At dark this horse. point, I don't even know if he's a dark horse anymore. But he's literally never gotten an MVP vote. All I'm saying is, if you put money on Russell Wilson to win MVP, cash out at week six because anything <laughs> after that, you're losing your money. Probably at this point. All right. Sticking to the NFL for our last sports-related question, who do you think is currently the best defensive lineman in the NFL, not named Aaron Donald, and you could pick a edge or a tackle? Oh, that's a hard question. Okay, my heart wants me to write DeForest Buckner, but I'm not going to. Okay. Oh, that is a hard question, my friend. Yeah, this is uh, – I'm going to tell you what, uh, what we all said, and then I'm going to read something, okay? Like so I have Khalil Mack, uh, 
Dawson and Cam have TJ Watt, and Shane has Miles Garrett. I have Miles Garrett as a very close second. To me, I took it like because I'm pretty sure TJ Watt is listed as a linebacker, so that's why I didn't. Okay, so think of him. Uh, from a football focus, PFF uh, posted something about this. I actually re- wrote this question down, and then I saw a thing on PFF today, so it was like kind of fitting. Mm-hmm. They had Khalil Mack at number one, JJ uh, TJ Watt two, Joey Bosa three. Miles Garrett, four. Nick Bosa, five. Cameron Jordan, six. Demarcus Lawrence, seven. Chase Young, eight. Shaq Barrett, nine. And Danielle Hunter, ten. Where's the love for DeForest Buckner? Fuck, man. But that's I don't get any love, man. None. Fletcher Cox has been doing that for years, too. Like This is – wait, this is not including Aaron Donald, this list? Yeah. Okay. I don't know. Khalil Mack has just kind of slowed down for me to put him at number one right now. Ever since he, he went to the Bears, he had – like, it, it, it might be I, I just watched him a lot down, less. I mean, like, his sack totals. I don't mean how much of a freak he is. His first yeah. year in Chicago was, like, pretty – Insane. But, yeah. like, he single-handedly won a couple of games, but last year was just kind of boring. He was almost putting up, like, like J.J. Watt numbers oh, he in his was. defensive he player was. of the year. He, he was throwing tackles over – Khalil Mack had, like, a – No one does that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Will Mack's a freak athlete. I'll give it to him. But dude, Miles Garrett is a close second for me. He's so good. He's a fucking nutso, but yeah, he's I agree. But like yeah, you said, man of the year for the Browns, baby. To me, to me, TJ Watt takes this one. Um, look, I, like I don't think you go wrong taking either of these guys. But like you said, the, like well, Pittsburgh plays like that three-four style, so he's a he's a D end. Um, yeah. on most snaps. But just his versatility, like how many D, how many DNs can you drop in coverage and he'll get you picks like left and right? Um, I don't know. And then he'll get you a sack on the next play and then he'll force a fumble and then he'll pick one up and score. He's just the ideal guy for me. Yeah. yeah, the only reason I didn't take him is I think more of him as a linebacker than... Yeah, no, that's fair. But just to me, the fact that he can do like almost everything a linebacker does and almost everything a D-lineman does all in one guy, can't go yeah. wrong. Like, if we're talking best in the NFL right now, T.J. Watt, I don't want to say was robbed of Defensive Player of the Year last year, but he was absolutely the runner-up for Defensive Player of the Year. Yeah. So I, what's that? He probably should have won it. Yeah, exactly. So, if we're talking best in the NFL right now, that's why I have him. I think he was winning it until, like, week 16. Yeah. Just imagine being Joe Burrow and Lamar Jackson in that division where we both just named T.J. – like, we had T.J. Watt and – Miles Garrett. Those and guys Davion Clowney. Yeah. And the Bengals still decided to pick Jamar Chase at five. <laughs> we know how I feel about that one. Ridiculous. All right, let's move on. You guys good? Fun one. We're yeah. good? All right, a little fun one, okay? Question is, what is your go-to Dairy Queen order? This is easy for me. I kind of change it a lot. Yeah, me too. What? I'll go with the OG. I'll go with the, the original go-to yeah. for, for Shayner on a, on a nice summer night. Yeah. yeah. All right. One sec. Shayner has a Reese's oh. Blizzard. So does so Cam. Great Dude, picks, but. Easy. Cam, when are we going on a date? Soon. And Rolo. Wow. wow. Dawson's got a Rolo Blizzard. I got cookie dough blizzard. I just absolutely say, delicious. I'm very upset that they got rid of Kit Kat blizzards. 
Like, very upset. I would also like to give just a huge fucking shout-out to the old reliable Just a Chocolate Dip. Knew you were going to say that. Shout-out, just the old reliable. I used to be a big crispy crunch guy, but uh, listen, I moved on. I tried cookie dough. Didn't st- I haven't back. picked anything else for like three years now. Uh, but listen, Oreo is very good too. Are you guys mixers? Like, what, do you do you mix flavors? No, no. ever. You know what I do mess with though is the like extravagant ones with the cores. Yeah. Like, the recent- like a strawberry cheesecake one like that. Oh, Brett Kula mixing it up, boys. Yeah. Mm. But a strawberry, a nice strawberry cheesecake, Blizzard. I can get behind too. I don't think I've had a Blizzard in like three I'm years. Have to pass on the cheesecake, but uh, sure. Yeah, I'm not a big cheesecake oh, guy either, Shaner. Can't, can't do it. Like we've already talked about this though. Yeah. Cheesecake on its own though is very meh, but in oh, a Blizzard, pass. I'm not a big cake guy though. To be fair, I'm probably not yeah. the best. I'm probably not the biggest sweets guy you should be talking to. Yeah. So I'm not really gonna give my opinion, but I'll eat cake. Cheesecake's a no for me. But if, or a just fresh out the freezer Dairy Queen ice cream cake. Oh my god! I don't cake. care if your birthday's in December. That's what your birthday cake should be. I agree. No question. Okay. Also, the Costco like layer cakes. Those yeah. Really yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Like the one with like the yeah, yeah. I haven't had one of those bad boys in a I haven't had one of those bad boys in forever. Trainer, next time we go to Lennoxville and we uh, we go to Costco, we're getting a cake, bro. <laughs> Boys, right, it's my course. birthday in uh, three weeks. Uh, All right. We'll take one to the course. A little, little Costco. Right, yeah. we're, getting, we're getting two cakes for Dawson. One, one Costco and one, uh, one little uh, Dairy Queen. Dairy Queen. And not for nothing. A lot of people, when they get drunk, they're all mad and stuff, and they become different people. Oh, Dawson, Dawson just becomes a nicer version of himself. And I'm already really nice. He's already super nice. <laughs> Ladies, he's got that money. <laughs> he's got those looks. He's already a nice guy. He'll treat you right. And when you get him drunk, he'll probably treat you even nicer. Oh, yeah. Wow. This guy just couldn't wipe that smile off his face. Just kept telling him he loved us. I, I had loved the time him. of my life. Time of his life. It was absolutely <laughs> hilarious. Was With so that funny. being said, let's move on to a very competitive segment, one that will be hosted by Shane. It's, it's not, it, it lost some competitiveness because I'm not, I'm not playing. This is called NBC Trivia. I just want a uh, quick little shout out uh, to all the fans. I'm sorry that I won last week, so you won't get to see me. Uh, me and Dawson go toe to toe this week. What do you mean? I went toe to toe with you last week. No, was well, it me? Dawson was. Uh, yeah, because that was, was the question master over here. All right, all right. All right. What do you guys want to start with? NHL. Sounds good. We'll Let's go fucking NHL. go. We'll go NHL, NBA, NFL. Beautiful. Because that's how I have it written in my notes. Beautiful. Okay, I'm not as uh, well-prepared as Matthew Campbell is, so I don't have little papers holding up the answers. Okay. You know when we are ready to move on. We'll trust We're... you. You get our questions right. right. Ladies and gentlemen, question one. Who is the youngest captain to ever hoist the Stanley Cup? I went Probably wrong. Here. Went with my gut. Right. Yeah, I'm wrong too. Lift them up, gentlemen. Oh. Oh, baby. All three of the boys are on the board. Let's go. Let's go. 
I was going to say Gretzky, and then I was like, you know what? No. I was about to write McDavid, and then I was like, nope, he didn't win a Stanley Cup. So all three of us said Crosby since the host didn't say it. Sorry, well, sorry. he still has a chance, Dawson. I'm too used to winning this. No, I don't wait. All right. Question two. Before David Ayers played for the Carolina Hurricanes as the um, um, wow, I can't talk. Emergency backup goalie, Scott Foster played against the Winnipeg Jets on March 29th, 2018. What team did he play for? Total gut, but I don't think I'm right. That is very, very random. I have a right. I have an answer, but we ready to I'm lift. Just, I think I'm just fine. Are we ready? I'm, I'm wrong. Can I think I'm... Matt's right. It is absolutely the Chicago Blackhawks. Yeah. Good for you. You, say, you, gotta, you gotta say what we all have first before oh, you say. Dawson had Tampa and Cam had Arizona. Yeah. I think Matt was right. And well, he is right. Well, he was. <laughs> All right. This one, honestly, I don't know if you guys are going to get this one. Timu Solani holds the record for most goals scored by a rookie. How many did he score? Oh, my God. Do we get a range or do we have to get it exactly right? Uh, go one higher or one lower. Yeah, I'll go one higher or one lower. All right. Oh, my Fuck. God. Let me know when the boys are ready. Wait. I have a number in my head, and I literally think I'm, like, too under. If you're too right. that close, if I'm that close, like, I think I should get it. Are you Are you guys ready? Yeah. Lift them up. 70? 70 goals in one year? <laughs> or is it 72? It's 72, 76. eh? 76? He scored 76 goals in his rookie year? Yeah, I think I should get that right, man. Like, no. We said one over, one that's over. That's bullshit. He scored 76 goals in his rookie yes, season? bro. That's, the what NHL? Tell- that's what I was telling you. I have those rookie goals. He was also like 23, I'm pretty sure, when he came over. Not that it makes it better, but like... <laughs> 76? Last time someone 70. scored 70 goals. What? When was the last time someone... Has Ovi ever scored 70 goals? No. No, no one's scored no more than 60. Wow. I think Solani might actually be the last person to score seven. I would, I would definitely bet that he is. What the fuck? <laughs> After the NHL round, Matt has the lead with two over Dawson and Cam, who each have one. I was not ready for that at all. Oh, I'm like, so fuck? shaken up right I knew now. We had that much. I knew we had that much. <laughs> Boys, are we ready to move on to NBA? Uh, I don't know. LeBron James. All right. Who was the first undrafted player to be named to the Hall of Fame in the NBA? Oh, man. Boys, come on. Focus up. You got I couldn't it. even. I couldn't even. Uh... Is he like a known player? Yeah. I have a name, and I feel like I don't want to cross it out because I feel like I'm about to cross out the real name. I have two names in my head, and I'm fucking pissed. Whatever. Five, four. Like, just left them. <laughs> I didn't have a name. Uh, yeah, I, I didn't really want to. Matt Wait, lifted before you go, before you go, is it Wilt? Okay. Pretty sure both of those guys were drafted. I don't know. I honestly don't know. 
I had Larry Bird. So it is Ben Wallace. Okay. Wow. He was just inducted for next year. Yeah, literally just, just. Oh, really? Wow, interesting. Hey, that's dope. I thought you would have seen that, guys. Come Good on. for Benjamin. Okay, this one's easy. If you don't get this, I'm gonna be very disappointed. I probably will. How many points did Kobe score in his last game? Yeah, I. I... So proud, Matt. I know you're new here, but you're lifting prematurely. And I'm getting them right, bitch. It doesn't matter. It's a, it's about time. I'm, I'm so proud of you guys. All right, we all put sixty since the host doesn't know how to read. Listen, I said I'm proud of you. They obviously know you got it right. Yeah, but maybe they don't know what the number is. It's sixty. Some dummies might have put eighty-one, but not us. This one, I don't know if you guys are gonna get. Steph Curry was drafted seventh overall. Which team drafted back-to-back point guards right before him? Jesus Christ. Boys. Yeah. This is like an ongoing meme for like the past seven years. Just guess any team at this point. Five, four, three. Two, one. Let me see them. Matt had Charlotte. Cam had OKC. And Dawson Spooner with the correct answer of the Minnesota team. I thought so. It was Rubio and someone, no? Yeah, some Flynn guy, I think. Okay, let's go. Dawson, that's two in a row for the young buck to close out the NBA. Good answer. All tied here. So we got Matt with three. Cam, close second with two. And Dawson tied in first place with three. Woo! We no, no. All right, let's go. I'm hyped. I'm pissed what about the Solani one. What is the most amount of Pro Bowl appearances by one person in NFL history? I think I'm one off, but I hope not. I feel like I got it. Lift them up. Oh. Yeah, I feel like I thought it was a little higher. Matt has 14, Cam has 16, Dawson has 18. Wow. And Matthew Campbell takes the lead. What? Let's go. Cool. Was... What was it? Was it Peyton Manning? Was it Drew Brees? There's like five people. It's Tom Brady, Bruce Matthews. I forget who the other. Probably Peyton yeah. Manning. Go. Who the fuck is Bruce Matthews? Clay Matthews. Great lineman. Oh, really? Yeah. All right, let's go. I saw a stat about Bruce Matthews. I don't give a fuck. Next question. First Pro Bowl was when he was 28 years old, and then he went on to Oh, I saw that, actually. I just fucking saw that. All right, this one, I don't know if you guys are going to get, to be honest. This one's pretty hard. I wouldn't get this one. Who is the only quarterback to lose to every NFL team? Oh, Cam's Cam's cocky with this one. Cam's got this one. Oh, no. I I really jumped the gun, but it's okay. It's okay. Come on, buddy. Come on, buddy. It's a gas, bud. Three, two, one. Lift him up. Brian Fitzpatrick. Matt's right. Josh McCown and Dawson had – well, sorry. Matt had Ryan Fitzpatrick. Cam had Josh McCown. And who did you have, Dawson? Brett, Brett Favre. Matt's, I know Brett Favre beat every team. So did Drew Brees. I know Matt's right. Fuck. 
Who? Cam Wilson. What's wow. the end? Who, who did you have? Josh McCown. Wow. Yep. So I'm in the lead here, right? Respect me. Going yeah. into the last question, which honestly, Cam might be the only one that gets it right. <laughs> Matt has four. Cam has Dawson. Cam has three, and Dawson also has three. This next question is pretty hard. All right, let's fucking go. What school was Randy Moss originally committed to before they pulled their offer because of a high school fight? Okay. It's a, it's a well-known school, like a big school. I, I don't even have an answer for this one. Not just going to coast here. No idea. Yeah, me either. No I, idea. Boys, just take a guess. It's a well-known Give us one hint. It's no. No. <laughs> I want to hold on to this lead really quick. Just take a guess. I'll give you your time. We so he went to Marshall. He went to Marshall. It's a very well-known school. What state is it in? No. That's a great question. I might be dumb for not knowing it, but it's fine. Uh, damn, I have absolutely no idea. All right. well, Matt, it doesn't matter if you answer or not. So, Dawson, what's your answer? Oh, wow, Dawson. So, <laughs> what? Wait, what did you guys pick? That was Notre Dame. So late. What? That was late. That was so late, man. That was late. Okay. I'm calling it. I'm throwing the bell flag. I'm going to yeah. have to give. Give it as a right. Everyone but Matt, the right answer. And we are in a three-way tie, and I need to think of a tiebreaker because that's crazy. Wait, so Notre Dame is the right answer? Yes. How do you know, know where Notre Dame is? When you said that, I was that, like – That's it. I, ha- I, had, I, had, I had Florida State, and then he Florida said, State I don't know Indiana. where it is. He so went I'm like, Notre Dame. He went Notre Dame, and then they pulled the offer, and then he was going to Florida State, and then they pulled their offer too. I was like Notre Dame, and then a bunch of I was like, "What do a bunch I don't of know where Notre Dame guys so want with Randy like Moss?" To, uh, let me know where Notre Indiana, Dame is. Indiana, no? It's in Indiana. It's in South yeah. Bend. It's right, right near Chicago. It's like really not far at all. All Notre Dame fans, I'm sorry. Getting wow. gone. Okay, so we have a three-way tie. Yeah, now I need to think of a tiebreaker question. What sport would you like this tiebreaker? I'll go. We'll go football. We'll go football. Yeah, I think that's fair. We're ready with the last question. <sighs> this one's kind of hard, I think. Just do it. Who was the first quarterback to pass for 5,000 yards in a season? Hey, Google. (laughs) Just joking. I know this one. I'm not like 90% sure, but I could be wrong. I could have seen a stat that said four. I could have seen a stat that said five. Um... Well, this is wrong, so I will just accept defeat today. Fuck. <laughs> it's War and Moon. Fuck. All right, next question. <laughs> God damn it. Okay, 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 okay. What team drafted Brett Favre? If, if like, two of us get it right and one of us gets it wrong, is someone getting eliminated and then we do? Yeah, then it's then Okay. It's- Okay. Flip them? Like, you got 10. So I'm giving you 10. Yes, I guess Dawson knows because I have no idea. I, I don't I don't know. Seven. Dawson seven. wins. 
by Mugazi. Dawson, what's the answer? Yeah. Wow, that's sick. The kid's back. I got cheese, bro. Matt, if you want to host next week, I'll let you host. Nope, that's not how it works. Dawson, welcome back to the winner's circle, man. Shane, we're just swapping seats, me and you, eh? We are, buddy. We are. We're just swapping seats. Bullshit right there. I'm the only one who even knew that Timo Solani had 70-plus. I'm pissed. You didn't know he had 76, though. I know. That's crazy. Okay. Well, that was a great session. Shane, thank you. Yeah, that was fun. That That was one of the best ones we've had. I didn't. I didn't know. Like, it's kind of hard to find questions. I was like, I don't know if these are too hard. Yeah, I don't no, know it's tough. It's tough. But oh, I had fun. Good. Experience. All right. Well, let's move on. We're nearing the end of the show here. We're gonna go on to everyone's favorite segment: top five. All right, well, this week we're heading away from sports. We're doing top five favorite foods, period. Take it as you want. Period. I it's like kind of like combos and just like regular foods, okay? I'll go first. Number five, okay? Okay, a number like six, like my honorable mention will be pizza. It's not on there, but I like pizza. It's good. You know what? I'm even going to say I like Hawaiian pizza. I know a lot of people don't like it, but I like it anyways. My favorite pizza is cheese, but for the record, I know it's boring, but whatever. Number five, crispy chicken burger with sweet potato fries. Big fan. Big fan. I don't know why, but I don't order sweet potato fries unless it's with a crispy chicken burger. You lost me sweet potato fries. I know Shane's not a big sweet potato guy, but I like sweet potato. Sweet Number potato four, fries are fire. Facts. Number f- like a nice, like, like spicy meal. Absolutely. Yeah. Number four. Straight up pasta. My goodness. Can't go wrong with that stuff. If you want me to give a specific one, I guess penny. There you go. I guess penny. Number three, cheeseburger and fries. Classic combo. Probably can't have one. Can't have a cheeseburger without some fries, you know? Number Absolutely. two, sushi. Unbelievable, unbelievable food. The experience when you go to an all-you-can-eat sushi place is just out of this world. I can't wait to go back after the pandemic is Shout out to Hasu. Facts. And number one, easiest choice, poutine, baby. My favorite food. It will never not be my favorite food. Just an absolute doozy of some food right there. A little combo with some cheese, some fries, and a little bit of gravy in there. Woo, baby. Number one, poutine, you got my heart forever. For the record, Matt doesn't eat a poutine normally. He saves all the cheese for last. It's true. It's absolutely delicious. I used to do that. Shout out to a breakfast poutine. Dude, you don't even want to get me started. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I'm the biggest guy on this show, so you should take my list the most seriously out of everyone here. (laughs) (laughs) Number five, pizza. Okay, pepperoni pizza. Most specifically, this is a very local thing, Doriel pizza. The best. There is not a better slice of pizza than a pepperoni and bacon Doriel pizza. Doesn't exist. Number four, for my Americans, my East Coast Americans, 
a Shake Shack burger. Shake Shack is undefeated. If you have not tried it, I recommend trying it as soon as possible. As soon as you are legally allowed to enter areas that have Shake Shacks. Number three, like Matt, I also specified sushi, but all you can eat sushi. Again, big guy. The list like that, we did not see it. (laughs) Don't care. Don't care. Big guy. A la carte sushi in these fancy restaurants is not worth it. Dude. For me to be satisfied, even even for normal sized humans, for you to be satisfied, you need to spend at least $70 at one of these sushi restaurants. Nuh uh. Hasu 1995. As much as I want, I'm happy. I'm telling you, if you're watching this and you own an all-you-can-eat sushi place, if you see the NBC crew walk into a walk into your all-you-can-eat sushi, you should probably raise your price to at least yeah. fifty bucks because we're gonna eat that much and some. And we'll pay it. So, number yeah. two, lasagna. Oh, wow. special shout out to my mother. I love you so. Uh, for her white lasagna, okay, with uh, like Alfredo sauce sausage chicken and a bunch of cheese fantastic it's my birthday meal every single year cannot be beaten number one chicken wings shout out to Cunningham's. chicken wings are undefeated if i had to have one food for the rest of my life probably wouldn't be chicken wings now that i'm saying this but chicken wings are my favorite food they are delicious that is my list boston you can come by anytime i'll gladly bring you that plate of chicken wings beautiful i love it Dawson, you know, we're eerily similar um, with these lists. But, okay, so at number five, I have lasagna, too. Um, You know, I've always been a lasagna fan, but I've, like, really gone into, like, a deep dive into, like, real Italian lasagna, like, homemade pasta and everything, like, the homemade Mm -hmm. noodles. So that's definitely got to fit in my top five somewhere, and I figured five was a good spot for it. At number four. Not a big lasagna guy. Yeah, you're a loser. Have you ever had homemade lasagna noodles, though, like in lasagna? Like, I guess I can't say I have. It melts in your mouth, man. It, yeah. It's unbelievable. And confirm I will never make that for you, Matt. <laughs> okay. <laughs> At number four, I have subs. Ooh. Specifically, though, homemade subs. Like, I will never go out and order subs just because, like, I can probably make them better. Like, not, like, I don't know, maybe in New York or something, like a greasy-ass one I'll order. Are you, like, a steak and pepperoni guy? Yeah, yeah. Stay, like, so loaded up with vegetables. But they're so easy to fuck up, too. Yeah. They're a simple thing to make, but they're just, like, you can mess it up so fast. No, the sub is all about the meat to bun to vegetable ratio. Agreed. And you if need you have that down, cheese, that's what I'm saying. You're laughing. You need the good cheese, like, ratio, too. Yeah, absolutely. And number three, I have seafood slash sushi. sushi. I mean, I love sushi, but I love lobster and shit too. So yeah, just give me anything seafood. Um, at number two, this is a weird one, but guys, like, I don't know if I've said this before. Actually, I definitely have. I really like cookies, like a lot. <laughs> <laughs> number two, I have cookies. I can eat cookies any time of the day. I knew that was coming. Any day of the week, <laughs> like any type of cookie. So yeah, and you know what? That is what it is. I'll never be ashamed of it. But if anyone's looking for a gift to give Cam, it's cookies, right? And then number one, like you, Dawson, I have chicken wings. Um, <laughs> we grew up on Cunningham, so it's kind of hard to go away from this one. But yeah, anytime, anyplace, chicken wings. I'll eat them for breakfast. I don't care. Absolutely. All right. Um, my list is kind of nothing like your list. 
But uh, after all, you know what? I'll give him uh, this one's similar. To Nathan that. McKinnon at five. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Uh, unfortunately, Nathan McKinnon does not make an appearance on this week's list. But uh, maybe some food that he likes does. Well, number five, I have a nice cheeseburger. Did not go wrong. Never go wrong with a nice cheeseburger. It's a fast meal, you know, go to if you're ever in a rush. Okay, sh- wait, b- before you move on. Okay, Shane, I hand you a cheeseburger. My table is filled with all the condiments you need. Build your cheeseburger for me. Light work, bro. What do you What do you mean by everything? Everything, onions, bacon, all the sauces. All right, all right. We're throwing some bacon. Sautéed onions, mayo, and ketchup. That's it. Sometimes pickles if I'm feeling spicy. All right, let, let Let's go around. Actually, Matt, build your burger. I just said you just it. okay. You just said it. Yeah. All right. Some Meat, cheddar cheese, though. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Onions, pickles, lettuce, mustard, and mayonnaise. I don't like putting lettuce in my sandwiches. I like just eating lettuce on the side, like 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 in a salad. You know? Well, that's my burger, so I'm just in my opinion, bitch. Cam. Hmm. You know what? Like saute me some like mushrooms and onions. I'll throw them both in there. Bacon, cheese, pickles, lettuce, all the sauces. Like I just wanted to like I I can't open like I can't bite in, into it, okay. you know? Like I need a fork and a knife to eat it. Got it. Like borderline that big. Got it. All right, um we're throwing some bacon on that bad, bad Yeah. Bad. Um preferably sauteed onions. I'd rather them over raw onions. Yep. Um pickles, lettuce. I know you guys are not big fans of tomatoes, but tomatoes are being thrown on there. Okay. I like tomatoes on my club sandwich. Uh, I forgot. I'm going mustard and mayo. I like it. I like it. You all have fantastic burgers. I would all eat. I would eat all of your burgers. So. I'm not a ketchup fan. I don't like ketchup. Yeah, not a huge ketchup guy. I would eat. Yeah, I don't put a lot. I don't put a lot of ketchup. <laughs> okay, another sidebar, very quickly. And I hope we all have the same answer. Okay, we're all at a at at a function, a nice big plate of fries. We all are forced to eat ketchup or some any sauce. Are we dipping or are you guys spreading all over? Dipping. dipping. Thank you. Dipping. Cam. Yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> only maniacs do that. Okay. Thank God. I used to do it when I was a kid just to like see, and it would like just throw me off completely. Yeah. Like I would almost like never finish them. Yeah, no. You gotta dip. You I got a plate dip. of fries. I put some salt on that bitch, and I dip it in mayo, and I'm fucking living. I'm you vinegar, yay or nay? Pork. That's fine. Not a big, not, not a, big, a big vinegar guy. Okay. All right, Shane, carry on with your list. All right, number recap, four. Recap. Yeah, recap. I had I, for the burgers one, at five. Yeah, for the one spot that I said I had a cheeseburger at five. Um, number four, I have pork chops. I'm a big. I'm a big pork guy. Yeah, he's a big I pork shop. I was gonna. That's super questionable. He's a big, big pork. Come big on, pork bro. Gotta be done right, but and he doesn't even eat the ones with the bones. He eats like the, like the, the thick ones. Yeah, the like Costco the ones are fire. Yeah, those ones. Yeah, the Costco okay. ones. Go as long on. as they're not dry. Yeah, corks. Uh, cork. Cork's kind of hard to like get right. It's, it's so easy. It's the hardest meat to cook. Yeah. yeah. It's so easy to dry. Well, isn't, isn't like, pork supposed to be done medium well? Pretty sure that's what it's supposed to be cooked like. Yeah, but 
well, there's no like grade for pork really like you don't call pork chops like well unless they're on the bone i guess but like i'm not like i'm cooking no but pork. pork pork is like it's cooked or it's not like yeah to me yeah yeah all i know is matt has never complained so that's all that matters I'm not number three i got a steak on there come on boys yeah i, I was yeah. just i was like how has come none on. of us said that yet come on how do you guys take your yeah. steak medium medium rare I'm a rare, rare. I'm a big rare guy. Yeah. If I if I could eat it straight out straight out of the freezer, I would. I think. Yeah. <laughs> That's bad. Like well, rare. The, the better. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm a medium rare guy. Yeah. I can't believe you guys didn't have steak. I'm a little disappointed. Yeah, it's wild. I wouldn't put it over any of the five foods hey. I have on the list, but you know. That too. I got pasta. I'm a big pasta guy. Like I can eat pasta every day of the week. I think I could too. Any pasta doesn't matter. I love pasta. I'm uh no I'm not as blessed as Cam is. I don't know what freshly made pasta tastes like. Dude, it is so good, man. First of all, making so homemade good. pasta is way easier than you think. Yeah, Actually, it's so easy. You slap some flour on the counter and then you just snap your fingers a few times and like talk with your hands and then snap and it's it's there. There. All right, uh, cooking lessons with the NBC crew. That would be a sick that, YouTube video. That's our next uh our next project. That would be sick. Number nothing one. but controversy cookbooks? <laughs> no, no, nothing but controversy taste tests. We get we get Cam to taste the 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 homemade lasagna versus Costco lasagna. Oh man, don't <laughs> even easy. so easy to say that. Disrespectful. Without even tasting both of them, I could probably still know which one. Is Absolutely, it. you're blind. It's, it's got to be blindfolded. Um, number one. I'm surprised. I don't think Cam had this on his list. I'm surprised because we talk about this all the time. A nice chicken breast. That's your favorite food yeah. of all time? Yeah. No, but it, to, to, to be fair, like, if I thought about this that way, I would have chicken breast at one, too. Oh, yeah. Like, okay. what meat would – okay, Dawson, like, you – Bro, you could do anything with – wait, pause. What, what meat would you eat over that every day for the rest of your life? I wouldn't eat any meat over that. That's what I'm time. saying. Like, that's the way he thought about it. Like, yeah. like mm. if I'm taking one thing for the rest of my life, chicken is the – like, you could just cook chicken. Why would you take it like that? So I'm saying like, well, you know how much I like chicken. You live with me. No, I, I love chicken too, but fuck, no way I would take. All right, Shane, let's set the scene. Okay. You and I live together. Forget Matt. Okay. I'm it's, a fr- it's a Friday night. Yeah. You know what? Matt can live with us too. Okay. Yes. <laughs> it's a Friday night. Okay. Yeah. We're all fucking just finished a week of school. I'm back in school for some reason. Yeah. And I say, you know what? We can have anything for dinner tonight. I'm buying. What are you taking? Are you taking a fucking nice pizza or are you taking a chicken breast? Chicken breast. That's crazy. That's crazy. I'm not. I'm, I'm not that big of a fan of pizza, to be honest. Okay, okay fuck. It's not. That's not the point. Cheeseburger. Cheeseburgers. Pasta. Why? Well, if I wanted pasta, I would have put it at one on my list. I'm saying chicken breast. You you're telling me it? you're in jail. You're about to oh get the God. death penalty. <laughs> the chair. You're about to get the. You're about to get chair. the chair, and they say, "What do you want as your last meal?" You're gonna say, "I want a chicken breast." Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. That's crazy. That's crazy. Bro, you can cook it in so many different Fuck, ways. Fuck, how many ways you can cook it? You can <laughs> cook it anything a thousand you're ways. Cook, you're only gonna get to cook it once. I'm on Shane's side here. I'm not. I'm I'm on his side. I'm have, not. I don't understand the hate. I what think Shane. I think Shane is just stuck in his. This like, isn't top know. five most versatile foods. <laughs> <laughs> what is going on? Why am I getting torched for chicken? 
It's not that bad. It's not, oh, I don't it's not bad. I love chicken, but fuck, it's not my favorite food. Bro, you, I'm getting torched more than when Matt said fucking candy bowls. Man, like, it's up there. Oh man, what is going on? Chicken breast, you are my number one. I love you. But like, it's not like he's. It's not like he said something that crazy. Yeah, I didn't. Why could chicken breast not be his favorite food? Okay, what's your favorite way of preparing a chicken breast? Save yourself. Like, how would I make it? It, it, Like Matt said, the electric chair, your last meal. Clearly, you're taking a chicken breast for some reason. Now I gotta think. Mm. I have to think about your favorite food. Well, there's a lot of ways that I could I could. All right, then name name one. Like a game time decision, how I'm gonna want it like made. Just say one. I don't know. You just throw it on the barbecue. I always throw a couple spices in there. If I'm looking at the, I might. What you call it? Spice drawer. Spice spice yeah spice rack. Throw on some uh, some chicken. Spice? You got yeah, ch- let's say chicken spice, some chili, a little hot sauce, whatever. Salt, salt, hot sauce. Pepper. No wonder you hate chicken if you're doing that to it. What do you what, what do you mean? Chili flakes and hot sauce? I didn't say chili flakes, I said chili. Like like with hamburger in it, like chili. Yeah. No, like chili the spice. So chili okay, like chili so powder. Like chili powder. If you're seasoning a chicken breast, you're gonna put some spice on it. Yeah. This is this is making it worse. You guys hot want sauce, hot sauce is very questionable though. I don't know what just happened in this conversation. Hot sauce is definitely questionable. You know what? I've kind of had enough of this topic, to be honest. Anyway, chicken breast is my number one. I stand by it. I'll take it, it. The, I'll take it to the grave. I don't care what anybody has to say. You can fight me on this. It's fine. I'm mm. not like upset that you said chicken breast. I think I'm thinking about it like way off like base. Like you know, like it's, it's, two you said top five foods. My favorite food is chicken breast. That would entitle it to be the number one spot in my list. All right. Thank you. Good night. For the last segment, we're going to end off the episode 24 with this one. It's our lock of the week in terms of betting. So uh, we're all baseball, 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 baseball fans here. And, uh, I'm sitting in a room with uh, with three Blue Jays fans, and uh, we got a big, big uh, ALE series coming up between the Yanks and the Blue Jays. Get the brooms out. All right. My lock of the week is the New York Yankees. Lose. Will win against the Toronto Blue Jays on Thursday. I was going to say Wednesday, but now we're posting it Wednesday, so I'm going to say Thursday. All right. Well... I'm going to go in the same series, same game. Vlad has not let me down. Vlad will homer in this game. On Thursday? Yeah. He's leading the league in homers now. He's probably he's, he's in the running for the AL MVP this year. He's one of the best hitters in baseball. All right. Well, I, I said Vegas was going to win the cup, so I can't, I can't back down on that right now. Um, my lock this week, I don't know if it's going to be game six or game seven, but Vegas will win the series. My lock of the week, kind of joining with cams Wednesday night, Vegas will end the season. Wow. End the series. 
All right. We'll go Lock Unity for that one. I'll double down. Let's go Wednesday. Lock Unity, baby. All right, listen. Well, that does it for episode 2-4 of the Nothing But Controversy podcast. Just a reminder, go to our Instagram at Nothing But Controversy. Click the link in our bio. It'll show you a bunch of different links to all of our different social media platforms. Uh, if you want a great read on the top five quarterbacks picked in the 2021 draft class, Cam wrote a great piece with QB comparisons. Shaner uh, talked about his uh, number 20 pick, first, first round pick for the Giants, Kadarius Tony in his article. Some great reads there. Uh, but yeah, listen, um, what I think you should do now, if you made it here, I think you should like this video. Give us a little subscribe. Share it. And Shaner will come through the screen and kiss the camera right now.